What's up, guys? Manny Carreri, Real Estate Resource, and this is episode number 11 of Whiskey Wednesday Podcast Sessions, where we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, we're going to be drinking Talisker Storm. My guest, unfortunately, is not drinking, but we have some other people that are. How's the, how's the whiskey? How's it taste? It's beautiful. Very yeah. bold, rich taste. Warm. Bold, rich. It's yep. good. It's a good glass of whiskey. So... Without further ado, I want to introduce my guest. Um, this gentleman's an entrepreneur. He's a co-owner of a milk prep business here in El Paso called Fit Fuel. Alex Levario, what's going on, brother? How are you? What's up, bro? Good stuff. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Cheers. You cheers. got the topo? Let me cheers with the topo. Hold up. Cool. <laughs> cheers, cheers, man. Welcome, cheers. welcome to uh, Whiskey Wednesday. Really excited to have you on. Uh, for those of you that are, yeah, yeah. For those of you that are listening, I actually got. Um, two people reached out to me and told me that they recommend we share your story on, on Whiskey Wednesday. So cool. it sounds like you definitely have a, a little following and a um, little group of people that are really interested in your story, man. So mm-hmm. really excited to have you on. Uh, so let's start by you telling us a little bit about yourself and then we'll go into, you know, the business. Um, well, like you said, my name is Alex Levario. Um, I'm about to turn 28. 28. So, uh, you excited? What do you got? What do you got planned? No, I mean, I don't. I'm not really gonna throw a big party like before, you know. But uh, <laughs> you had some big parties before. Um, I'm, I, it's actually his birthday today. So. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh, he turned 30 today. So. Oh big nice. 30, brother. But if, 30, 30. if he says he's, he feels fine, then why shouldn't I feel fine too? Yeah, right now. <laughs> but now, um. Born and raised? Born and raised here in El Paso. Nice. Um, where Where are you from? Where's your family from? Um, Chihuahua. Chihuahua? Yeah. Cool deal. When they When they come over here? Uh, well, they were... Actually, <laughs> good question. Oh, my, no my, roots. My grandpa no, is no. the that came over here. So right. my dad was born over here. My mom was born over there in, in nice. Juarez. Cool, cool. So, but now she's a citizen and everything, so... Congrats. Yeah. Yes, your mom. <laughs> awesome, man. So tell us a little bit about Fit Fuel. Um, tell us a little bit about how that kind of got started and uh, a little background on, on the business. Uh, so how I got started, um, I was living in San Antonio, let's say 2011 through 2014. And what, the, were you, what were you doing out there? Uh, I was just going to school there, okay. working. What'd you go um, to school for? Business. Business? Yeah. Nice. I, all my family is business, so mm-hmm. it's just it was only right, you know. Yeah, followed in the footsteps. Um, so yeah, I decided to go to San Antonio. <clears throat> I was out there for three years, and in the course of it, um, you know, you're going to school full time. You, you could only work so much, so like money's tight. Yeah. And I also uh, I've always had like issues with my with my weight and stuff like that. So okay. I was like, okay, like I need to save money. I need to like also like, lose weight. Yeah. So, so, so I just no, so I just started uh, meal prepping uh, for myself. Right, right. So the thing is, like, when I started meal prepping, I would do it every week, like, and I would post it every week, every Sunday. I would post, and that was my day off on on Sundays, and I would just use that day off, like, yeah, to like cook, post, whatever. It would take me like four hours, and so like over the years or over the the months or whatever people started knowing me for meal prepping and stuff like that nice so I, I kind of made a following on that 
And so when I decided to move back to El Paso, because my plan wasn't to stay over there. It was just, uh, you know, just to say that I did it, like, just to get out of here for a little bit. Yeah. Um, just to kind of, was that something that your kind of, your parents kind of wanted for you? And you just No, kind of, not really. Actually, they wanted the opposite. Like, they never really wanted me to. Go to school? Yeah, no, not go to school, yeah, but oh. not, like, out of town, you know, obviously, oh, okay. like, UTEP's here. UTEP's <laughs> a good, like, it's a good one for yeah. business, but it's... But me, I, I didn't really go for the school aspect of it. I just wanted to get out just so, like, I wouldn't have that, you know, um, oh, I didn't do this or I didn't do right, that. Right, right, that regret. Yeah, okay. so, um, and my plan was when I moved back, I wanted to take over my dad's, because he, he owns a tire shop. Okay. And uh, I had been working there since, as far as I could remember, like 12, whatever, like, yeah, I just worked my way up in the tire business, mm -hmm. so... Um, I knew the ins and outs of it, and, and everybody almost already knew that I was going to be the one taking over the tire shop. So, that, you're, so in a sense, your destiny was kind of already set? Yeah, I was like, oh, like, so for me, <laughs> so like, for me, it was tired. already kind of like, okay, my life was planned out, like, oh, I'm just going to go back, own Damn. it, and I'm going to live a good life like my dad kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Which you could have. I could have. You could have, yeah. and it would have been kind yeah. of easy for you to just yeah. start there, right? And, like, easy, I guess, like quote-unquote because yeah because that's where that's kind of where the whole fit field started mm -hmm. because when I moved back mm -hmm. I, I started working with my dad and um right away like he was treating me like shit you know um like way at the bottom and I was like man I thought you I, wanted like, you to yeah start like I was like I thought I proved myself by moving out like you know I thought I proved myself all, by yeah. your blood <laughs> <laughs> exactly but no it was the complete opposite he was treating me like worse than the, the workers there so I was like man. so that's why they say like getting in business with family is like a bad idea or it's yeah. like really tough huh yeah <laughs> and so um so two weeks into working with him I started meal prepping for myself again, and a lot of people were like, oh, well, now that you're in town, can you cook for us, all this? And at the time, there was a, there was only one other meal prep that I knew of in El Paso, and I was like, well, you know what? Who was like, that? Are they still in business? That I know of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're also called Fifio, but with a F, which started a lot of drama because they thought that I saw <laughs> their name, but I was like, no, like, because my name, my name's always been Fat Licks with a PH. So ever since I was a sophomore in high school, Felix. so fat licks, like fat, like fat Alex kind of thing. Oh, okay. So, that, but that's uh, like <laughs> I, since I of, used to be fat. Okay, like, so this was all like kind of a yeah. Thing that it's you kind all of grew like up with, yeah. So the weight thing has always mm -hmm. been kind of an issue for you. Yeah. Okay. And so I mean, just obviously for social media, I, I just turned it into fat licks with a ph, and. Um, so that's how the name Fitfield came about, like the PH. I, I always told myself, oh, I'm going to start a business with PH, you know? Yeah, because like, that's where it yeah. kind of And so, so then I knew that one of my best friends, which is Freddie, the, the your other owner. Your partner. Yeah, okay. Um, he's always been into the culinary side of it. Okay. Um, Does he have a culinary degree or background? No, no he was going for business as well, but the thing is... Um, like me, like me, instead of working in tires, he was always working at the kitchen since his dad is a chef. Oh, okay. So he learned from the bottom. Went, and so he started working at the country club. He started working places like that. He entered a contest, like the, the cooking contest, and he ended up winning first place and stuff oh, like sure. that. So I was seeing all this in San Antonio, and I was like, okay, that's cool. 
So when I moved back and I like right away, you guys already friends or you? Yeah, we've been friends since like second grade. Yeah. So um, we went to the same schools and everything. Um, So I I told him about the idea. I was like, yo, like a lot of people want us to do this, like, but I know how to cook, but it's just like you know more about it, Mm -hmm. and I would like to add that edge to it. And so yeah, like when like. I just posted it on social media. Hey, we're we're gonna we're gonna start this, whatever. Um, and how was that? How did your followers and your your network respond to you? Yeah, I mean they they were all they were all happy, but they were supportive. Um, at first, we only had four clients, so you're talking about like forty five meals. But it took us like eight hours. We did it at my house. The first cook was at my house, and it was first, just like a mess. First batch. <laughs> like we were looking at each other, like what is happening here? Yeah, bro. Like pots everywhere. Like oh man, what's going you on? Like, just for like yeah, Breaking Bad. The RV right there. That was an RV. <laughs> so your your first cook started at the house. You and in Freddie, you guys yeah. were there. Cooking up your 45 meals mm-hmm. for your four clients. Yeah, and all and, of them were family that ordered, you know? Okay, so family, and that's what usually happens, right? Yeah. You, know, you start a business, family usually the first to mm-hmm. support before it catches fire. Yeah. So when would you say it actually started gaining momentum, and when did you get out of your the house? When were you... Well, after the first cook. So well, after the first cook. The, um, what also has helped us out a lot, because still to this day, my mom owns a restaurant, and so... She Shout saw out to your mom's restaurant. Yeah. What's what's it called? Oh, La Taquisa. It's uh, it's over there in the northeast. It's Mexican food. Um, nice. It's near Parking High School. Yeah. And uh, that it. that one's been there for like eighteen years. Really? Yeah. So you have a big entrepreneurial background yeah. as far as your family. Mm-hmm. You know, your mom. And yeah, your like literally all of them are business owners. There's That's no awesome. other like career <laughs> that anybody has. Um, he graduated. Uh, business as well so my cousins and stuff yeah. um, so everybody's you guys business a tie instead of a bottle huh well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's how my brother yeah. says it yeah, yeah. giving a t- tire for a <laughs> that's cool and so um, wow, where were we at so oh, yeah. oh so the second cook my mom obviously she saw like what a mess we made at her house <laughs> she's like, the so she's like oh well, you guys could cook at the uh, the restaurant but you guys have to cook overnight when we're not there nice like, oh that's perfect so then the second time around it was 10 clients the second week and then like and then it was 12 clients and then it went all the way to like 20 clients and I was like man this is this is crazy and it was just still you and, and it was just me and him it was me and him for like I want to say a good eight months of me and him just no employees no nothing just and grinding just, yeah like Fucking learning and grinding yeah man and I mean, I think those were the... When did you guys start Fit Fuel? Uh, June of 2014. 2014. So we just hit four years. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that's how it started, uh, just getting clients. And before, people would just pick up at my, at my parents' house. So after cooking, like, long hours, we would still have to be up um, handing out the meals. And it was just, like, super hard. Were you working a full-time job or, or... No, I let go of everything. He was still... This was your full-time? Yeah. Okay. Like, during the week, I would just, um, you know, go market or do do things that, like... Because I had never been a manager or anything in that, like, mm-hmm. realm or whatever. But 
so then I had to learn a lot of stuff like how to do the accounting how to uh, I'm very introverted so like for me it took a lot to like even go hand out flyers and stuff yeah. and like I was like man like and how uh, do you feel doing this podcast I mean, like, things like, like yeah, I mean, you, you would think I'd be used to it by now, but nah, like, I'm still, I mean, but it's a good type of, like, excitement, nervousness, yeah, yeah. like, I like it, it's cool, it's cool, I've got, I've gotten more out of my show than way, like, before, right. for sure, like, um, but I've always been that type of guy, I've, I've always been quiet, and I've, I've always been about myself, like, right, and, uh, but I mean, you do have to get out of that show and like start talking to people mm-hmm. eventually or get know? get a business partner that will do that and be the oh well he's and, you know. more shy <laughs> he, <laughs> he doesn't even talk at all <laughs> so you guys have to meet him just like <laughs> yeah we'll like, go first so I would have to talk I was like alright I guess <laughs> so but, do you think that that's how do you how did you guys kind of get past that then I mean what what did you guys do to get past that both of you guys are shy but you've still been able to grow a following and a customer base that you know that well, they got bigger I mean like I said I I pretty like I just had to get out of it you know get yeah. out of that show no choice um, yeah no choice but I, another thing is like I guess where I talk a lot or where I do a lot of my noise is like on social media like mm-hmm. that's that's where I let all my thoughts out that's where I um, let my creativeness go you know yeah. like I don't really like like, if you were to talk to me in the streets, you would be like, oh, like, he's just, like, whatever. But, like, on social media, that's where I, like, put all my thoughts together. And, and I, I, the I IG do, fingers. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Keyboard warrior, if you must. But, yeah. Uh, I've always been like that. Like, that's cool. Yeah. So. That's cool, man. So, I mean, it, you guys started in the house, and then you started in your mom's restaurant. Yeah, and we're still there, though. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. so, um, that's another, like, thing that we're struggling with right now is, like, Obviously, uh, building a kitchen, whatever, is, like, a lot of money. And so what helped us out at the beginning is having my mom's restaurant, you mm-hmm. know, like, uh, very low rent. We didn't really have overhead. We didn't have any stores where people would pick up. Right. So over the course of time, like, they would pick up at my house first. And then I asked my mom, hey, can they pick up at the restaurant as well? So now we had two locations where they could pick up. Nice. And then I started going out to gyms and be like, hey, like, if I set up a fridge here, like, can people pick up here? So eventually we had, like, five pickup locations, like, okay. at gyms, random gyms and stuff like that. And those people helped us out a lot, like, at, at the beginning. Like, they believed in it. Um, we told them what we were about and stuff. And they were like, yeah, just, uh, that's fine, you know. We worked out little deals here and there with them. Like, right. Different gyms. But, different yeah, gyms. and so, like... Little by little, like, we would go do, um, we would go set up, get free samples and, and stuff like that, but it was still hard like that because people would have to order online mm-hmm. and uh, pick up on Sundays. That's the only way they could get our meals, like, there was no... On Sundays? Uh, yeah, there was no, um, we didn't have retail meals like we do right now, you know? Okay, like, but now it's, like, a daily, like... Just yeah, so now, like... Um, so right now we have three locations. Um, we have one in the east side, northeast, and west side. And what all these have is like fridges stocked up with meals, and they could still pre-order. They could still uh, pick up on Sundays, but most of our 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 customers are the ones that just go in like on a Tuesday, Monday, whatever, and right. they'll pick up meals or that's cool or a meal. You know? It's a little so, bit more convenient. And now, yeah. what is your what does it look like? Are you and Freddie still? Chefing up these meals every day. Yeah. 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 
Um, like the reason being is because we're still at my mom's restaurant. And okay. So me and Freddie, we haven't had a Saturday off since we started, and like we four met, fucking years. Yeah. So we're like almost. My dog. <laughs> Cheers to you. <laughs> so yeah, like. It, like, right now, it's not even hard. That's not even the hard part. Like, but before, like, it was, like, oh, I'm missing out on, like, seeing my friends and going out yeah. and stuff like that. And at the beginning, it was, like, a super, like, sacrifice. And we would always be, like, man, like, I don't even want to, like, look at my Snapchats because everybody's out. And, like, we would just get, like, mad. Everybody's out having fun. Yeah, and it was a lot of frustration. But you're building. But you're building. The yeah. You're still doing this. Mm-hmm. We're this still weekend. doing it. We're, st- we're still there Fridays <laughs> and Saturdays, like, just grinding it out. Where, like, we work 18 hours on Saturdays, like, from 1 p.m. all the way to 6 a.m., like, on Sunday. That's and, the, but we're still the there. the fucking hustle. Yeah. That's the fucking hustle. And, um... So, yeah, it took us, like, eight months to get, like, one employee. And eventually, now, like, we're at 22 employees. We have wow. 11 employees at the kitchen and the other ones at, at the store. That's good, man. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we've gotten help, but we're still there, you know. Yeah. It out. Um, and then, I mean, during the week, we just take care of other stuff, you know, like the marketing or taking care of the stores. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, talk to, talk to me a little bit about the marketing. How is, how is, where are you marketing right now? How can people find you? And... How has social media played a part in building this brand for yourself? Well, right now, like, the biggest, where we put most of our, most of our money is on Facebook. Facebook? Yeah. Um, You're paying for ads right now? Yeah. Promotions? Mm-hmm. Me too. So that's... the land grab, bro. It's, it's super cheap. Right? It's yeah, so like, cheap it's to, cool to and really reach I, people. Obviously, because Facebook, uh, yeah, you have your likes and your followers, but like you're not gonna reach them all unless you pay you know mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter that we have damn you Mark you know, <laughs> he knows how to, he knows how to get us <laughs> yeah but uh so Facebook's a but before we wouldn't even focus on Facebook we we're just Facebook uh focusing on Instagram Instagram and until I realized like oh man like I don't cause before we used to sponsor people like these fitness people oh, okay, you and feed stuff them. like that and that was like the worst thing. Why? Just uh, I don't want to say I'm grateful, but <laughs> I don't know what's another word. But so we would like give them free meals every week, and all we would ask is just, hey, just post shout out like once a week, like. And they would get yeah, lazy after a while, not, or I don't know what it was, but they would they would stop posting. I'm like, like I'm giving you like over a hundred dollars worth of meals every week, and you can't even like post. So. Every time, like, there would be somebody else coming in, I was like, all right, let's give them a chance. And so, so you guys kind of stopped that? or you Yeah, started? so once I saw, I was like, whoa, if I could put $100 over here on, on Facebook, Facebook, yeah, Facebook, and I would get, like, way more. Reach 12000 yeah. 15000 So I was like, oh. So I started focusing on our Facebook, and and so now, like, before our, our Instagram was, it had way more followers than our Facebook, but now our Facebook has almost 13000 and. And Instagram only has like five, five something. So like that's how we grew our Facebook. So yeah. now like we make Facebook friendly ads. You know, like we post them on Instagram, but it's it's more for like yeah. Facebook. Um, we do that, and then we've gotten like on the City Magazine, um, Mode Mag. Um, shout out the City. Shout out Mode. They yeah, actually come and smoke cigars here all the time. So a lot of the crew is always here. From Mode Mag or from uh, from the City. Uh-huh. Yeah, their cool. office is just right here. Yeah. It's really nice. Have you been there? Yeah, I went there. It's badass. For, what was it, in March? Because April was the 
entrepreneurial edition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you the, came out. Yeah. Nice. The thirty under thirty. Oh, hell yeah. Bro. So I did the interview there. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was nice yeah. in there. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a really cool setup. It's a yeah. really cool setup. So, where how is uh how has social media kind of played a role in marketing now for you aside from Facebook? I mean, what are you doing on Facebook and how are you creating this brand for yourself? Because I'm kind of looking around and. When it comes down to meal preps, when you started, you said four years ago there was only one other one. Yeah. Now, how many? How many meal prep? Well, now there's, there? I want to say like there's three like legit ones that have like a actual place okay. that they sell meals. The other ones are just the cooking house and that's kind of how we started kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I would say like there's like at least three or four legit ones. Yeah. Us being one of them. Mm. And how is that? Uh, how is that competition? What is that? What is that kind of competition like in this industry? And how are you staying in competition or staying, you know, in front of the competition? Um, I mean, I wouldn't call it being different than any other. Like, uh, there's gonna be competition everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's what keeps me like on, on my toes of being creative. Because if it wasn't for them, I would just be fine with having like. 12 items on my menu and as long as they sell you know yeah but so like it it pushed us to make our menu bigger or it pushed us to have different sizes on the meals it, it pushed us like to do a lot of things so like when it comes to competition i used to like not like really like be there being competition but mm -hmm. now it's just like oh like that's fine you that's have part of it yeah yeah that yeah. i think in any business in creating any type of business Unless you created something from fucking scratch, you know, unless you were the um, Bill Gates and created a fucking computer, yeah. there's always going to be competition. And mm -hmm. I think, and this is something that me as a realtor also, I realized last year, like starting, starting real estate, there's going to be competition no matter what, no matter yeah. what I do on social media, no matter where, how much money I pour into these promotions and ads. But even though there's so much competition, there's not a... There's not a limited amount of success out there, yeah, you know? There's enough for not, everybody yeah, to exactly. Eat. So instead of me looking at what this guy's doing, damn, this guy closed five houses and this guy closed ten houses, mm -hmm. it's more of a good for him, good for him, good for him. Now I know I could do that. I know I could do that, and I know I could do that. You yeah. Because there's no shortage. There's no shortage. Oh, yeah, and, and since, like, there's, there's uh, room for success for everyone, like, as long as you're, you meet your goals, right. like... like as long like for me each month I want to sell more meals than the previous month kind mm -hmm. of thing as long as I do that like I'm not worried about them you know yeah like and if I don't I'm like okay what do I need to work on you yeah. know either I have to work on um, being more creative adding more items doing working on our customer service type thing so everything like I'm there's so much for us to like improve on that it would be a waste of time for me to like be focusing on everybody else yeah. you know Definitely, like, no, not pay attention just, to anybody else's. Yeah, work. I mean, you gotta know that they're there. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to waste too much energy on that because then you're gonna let your your brand fall. You know. Like, exactly. And especially when you have like employees and you have to take care of three you stores. Have employees. Yeah, and like and it's three stores and each one like it's just headaches every day. It's just problems every day. But like it's little things that you could fix. But if if you're focusing on something else, like yeah, you're never gonna take care of what is really important right. which is your your brand your employees your business your yeah brand. so 
Staying in your lane is yeah, you got it. And before, yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm not gonna say I didn't before. Like, yeah, I would always be watching, but now I'm more like engaged on my. And I think it's thing. it's still important to watch. I watch. I mean, I follow agents yeah. that I know are doing really good in the city, and I follow them not to hate and not to even scroll and you know like mm-hmm. I'm not spending more than thirty seconds on anybody's profile. But what I do want to know is like who's out there. What who's who who is my comp? Who's yeah, in my circle? You know, of course. But aside from that, yeah, focusing on your own craft—that's the only way that you're gonna be able to stand out. You mm-hmm. know, because if you start focusing on everybody else's shit, start following everybody else's shit, copying everybody else's shit, yeah. you'd start blending in. You know, so yeah, bro. What uh, what has been one of the biggest inspirations for you creating these different meals? Like, how do you get inspired to create these these different? Uh, this different menu that you're that you're kind of always well shooting. a lot of it is just listening to our clients yeah um, when we first started we only have we only had one size and they had to order 15 meals like there was no one size way. as far as portion as far as as far as portion okay and they had to order 15 meals and then they were like well I just need 10 kind of thing so so then we changed it to where they could order 5, 10, 15 and then they are like hey well it's too little food on so then we added another like, size. Eh. So yeah, so then we added another good, size, yeah. and then now like eventually to where it is now, like it, it's three different sizes. We have over thirty-five different meals. So you're talking about like almost a hundred different options that you could right. get meals now. But as before, it was only like we had like seven different meals. That's awesome. uh, one one size, and you had to like so pretty much they were eating the same thing every day. Yeah, and, like, and, and like me, because it's it's because uh, like I was just thinking about myself because uh, like well, in San Antonio, I was eating the same thing every day, and I didn't mind it. But I was like, a lot of people aren't like that. Yeah, you know? like some people like need variety, especially like when they're trying to get in the diet. Or, yeah, definitely or, or stuff like that. And so then, like even this menu, like there's new, there's new trends, there's new diets. So like. The, the newest thing that we have is the keto diet and What's so that? the keto diet is just the um, high fat um, medium amounts of protein and like super low carb like so it's pretty much a low carb diet but you have to eat high fat so it's kind of weird right now so right now we're trying to educate our clients like if you are going to do this like just know like either you're doing keto or not because it could affect you more than it is right. going to help you but it's a very good uh, diet like if you follow it right you, like you'll be very successful in it but, so right now that's our main thing that we're promoting is the is is ketogenic diet nice and so we added like a full menu which is nine items so it seems like you kind of can cater to each type of client biggest question for you is can you cater to me <laughs> I don't eat meat like, I'm a vegetarian yes, uh, <laughs> We haven't gotten there yet. No. Okay, bro. You need to start working that way. It's because one thing is we. I got my mom slaving over some meal prep because (laughs) I can't find anybody that's giving. I'm like, mom, black pinto beans, some rice, and some veggies. I'm not leaving you guys in the the shadow. It's because we did a poll, or we've done polls on our Instagram. You know how you you could do the poll? Do one again. I'm going to call all my my vegan community support. And literally, it was like. 13% 13% that wanted vegans so I was like I get it. Nobody <laughs> wants vegans How long so, ago was this? I want to say like Three months ago Yeah? yeah. That's crazy <laughs> <laughs> So So maybe you should <laughs> But But uh I What I've seen What I've seen is Like it's not really hard for me to eat anywhere I could go anywhere And eat anything mm-hmm. Um As a vegetarian You know And 
people will call me vegan, but I'm, I don't consider myself vegan because I do eat cheese. Cheese. It's my weakness because pizza, bro. Like, mm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it sucks not to eat pizza. So, being that, being that I could eat anywhere, it, it, it's cool because I don't have to, you know, ruin if I'm with a group. Or yeah, anything. yeah. But it also sucks because I'm pretty much eating the same shit everywhere I go. It's like the steam veg. I'm always getting sides anywhere and everywhere I go. You know, mm, yeah. So it's like for me, the type of person I am, I'm like I've been looking for a meal prep place, and I'm like, I could just fucking every day I just want to eat like some bomb, yeah, vegetarian shit, you know. But I mean, granted, I feel like there's how ha- there has been a spike too of different of more people kind of taking this alternative route, yeah, not eating meat. Um, personally, I well that's I've, why I made the poll because I was like. And I and I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna have to get ready to make vegan meals because I like for sure it's gonna be like vegan because mm-hmm. especially that was the time that what the health came up, so like okay, most people are gonna pick vegan, so I'm just gonna like start researching and like yeah, what yeah. to make. And when I saw that, I was like, I guess not. So it's easy. <laughs> Never if, mind. Like, for me, steak I was like, all right, I'll just, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, no, we want to get there. Yeah. It's just. Uh, it, like if people want something we're gonna yeah you're listening to what your what yeah. your people want and that's yeah. that's good too actually um one person that I, we just interviewed him uh, I don't know if you know him Juice Jerry yeah uh so Jerry he's like super he's a I personally think he's a really good vlogger even though he doesn't have a vlog channel he has he's like heavy on story and just vlogging all the time mm-hmm. but um he oh fuck I forgot where I was going with that <laughs> we used to buy the protein from him to make like our Huh? I remember right now. Just Jerry, I remember right now. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say with that. <laughs> I forgot. Also like. Okay, cool. Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Nice. Sure. So, um, right now we're talking with Alex Levario, owner of co-owner of Fit Fuel. Your partner, Freddie. Where is he at? Where's Freddie? At? Freddie, where you at? <laughs> He's working at the stores. Okay. He's working. Cool, cool. So, uh, people are saying like Phallix and Fit Fuel is the best. Nice. Cool. Phallix. So, so, for those of you guys just tuning in, I told um, you that was my nickname. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's cool, bro. I, I think, you know, even writing the, the bad nicknames or a nickname that maybe you didn't like yeah. later in life, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm yeah, writing this nickname, it. you know? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so for those of you just tuning in, we kind of already kind of started talking a little bit about Fit Fuel, how you started, how you got, you know, Fat Alex, uh, nickname. Alex. 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 Yeah. Alex, nickname, and, and uh, talking a little bit about the business, talking a little bit about the industry right now. Um, what? Uh, oh, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, sorry. So uh, talking a little bit about the industry, what, uh, what do you feel are some of the biggest challenges or struggle struggles that you deal with um being in the meal prep industry uh well i would say because now more people know about meal prep but at first like everybody was trying to educate people what meal prep was actually so a lot of people were like what do you mean i have to there's a lot of confusion yeah and they're like like I have to microwave it or, or things like that that would turn them off into getting into meal prep but so I think that was our biggest challenge like educating people on what meal prepping was right but now I'm um, I'm pretty sure most of the people know what 
meal prepping is. Um, what what type of clients are you getting? Are are you getting like you know? Because me, I feel like I'm super busy, and I've actually told uh, my marketing team. There's times where I'm like, it's fucking eight o'clock at night, and I'm like, shit, I forgot to eat. Like, I haven't eaten anything. <laughs> so, are you getting a lot of people that are, you know, super busy, too busy to cook? Yeah, well, or that's our getting, main. Yeah. That's our main clientele. People that work a lot of hours, you know. So, not only are they our clients because they work a lot of hours and they see how much time they could um, save on just meal prepping, and mm-hmm. but they're also saving money. They're um, they're eating clean, and a lot of people that are in the like in the busy lifestyles are professionals or so they gotta look good as well and right. they gotta keep a healthy lifestyle going on so a lot of our clients are those kind of people yeah we have like some that are like a health, lot like health. into fitness yeah. but most of them are just like you realtors teachers um nurses things not like that. yeah a lot of cops a lot of military yeah that that's cool mm-hmm. and that's that's been your clientele since you started or has it yeah yeah for the most part yeah cool cool mm-hmm. so going into your business you've been in business sorry there's a uh, an accident somewhere <laughs> commercial break yeah commercial break <laughs> this does come out on podcast Chico. no um <laughs> we're still, oh, yeah. um so you've been in business for four years right you guys started at the house then you, you're, you're right now cooking out of your mom's restaurant you have three locations what has been in the last four years one of your biggest lessons or failures you know and i always say those two together because i feel like failures are always lessons so what is your biggest what has been your biggest in your four years you know you and freddie in in business together what has been one of those biggest lessons that you learned as a business owner starting this business Tough one. That's a tough one. Having a dark oh, times. A little curveball. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Biggest lesson. Have you had any failures, you know, going into it? Has there been yeah, times where you're like, fuck, you know, like, we shouldn't have done this. We should have been doing yeah. this. And, I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of those. I think it was just the way we would bounce back from them or improve on those on those failures that has helped us get here. Right. Um, But... I think our I think what we've learned is just like to stay real to what we believe in and like just do things that we feel comfortable doing other than like let people tell us like oh you should do this or you should do that but like because we've tried it to where it's like okay like you've taken other people's yeah, opinions like on. I'm not saying we, we're not taking feedback from our clients but what I'm saying is are. like it's people from that are not clients per se that will tell us like how to run the yeah, business and like and so we've just learned I think to just do things our way yeah like we find that that's the best way we could work because like even if we fail we're like oh, well it was our it's your loss yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's that's fucking huge we kind of knew where it was going but if it, it doesn't get there we were like okay well like that's fine like we, we could just go yeah. another route you know and that's that's one of the that's like I'm so happy that you said that bro because that's like one of my like mottos too is like do what you do to your best knowledge to your best interest to your best you know mm-hmm. everything because if you do fail that's your fucking loss you get to accept yeah. that and that also means that when you win you get to accept that too you know yeah like it feels super good when like yeah. you actually win on something that you did that you actually wanted right 
like, oh, that feels great, you know, and that's what you live for, like, in the bit, because in the business industry, it's super hard, you know, like, yeah. there's going to be a lot of, there's, I think there's going to be more downs than highs, but the highs, like, they make up uh, for yeah, the they outweigh the, the bad ones, especially when you do it your way, because you're like, so that's something that's that you accomplished you did yeah along, exactly you know, so. and so if you're doing what somebody else tells you like you're like ah oh, like even if it does come out right it's not gonna feel the same yeah and that's 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 like super like that's so true for a lot of business owners I I've told the story before but I've had an, I've had one of those situations where I started working for a company started going after the wrong things just money mm-hmm. and focusing on that and then getting to a point where I was like, what the fuck was I chasing? You know, like yeah. I was listening to everybody telling me, make money, make money, make money, do good, do good. And I'm doing it. Yeah. But I was like, that's not even really what I want. Like, and I've been, and I'm good at what everybody wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's not really what I want to do, you know? Yeah. So being a business owner for you to realize that that's, that's probably yeah, something I mean, that's Like really one, of, one of the things that comes to my mind is like, oh, this other company has like all the hot girls, you know, like you should get like hot girls and stuff like that. Like, it sells and everything. Six, but I was like, you know what? Like, that's not how I'm trying to go at it. Like, I'm just trying to build a good team that has, like, good customer service. And, like, right. as long as they provide, like, what I'm... What, what I Yeah, yeah like, what mission. I believe in, like, that's fine with me. I don't, I don't care. Like, anybody could work with us. They don't have to be, like, these models or whatever. Because most of the time, they have the worst attitudes, you know? And it's hard to coach something that's when they think they're up here, you know. The worst reps, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's one of the things that comes to my mind. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, just get hot girls and stuff. Like, I'm not trying I to sell saw, my product. Yeah, yeah, I that. saw, I've seen, you know. And there's different ways to market. I think and there's a lot of people in business here in El Paso that are marketing. Like, their marketing is just out of this world. And it's literally been, like, kind of the forefront on how other businesses are marketing the same industry. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Um, Dickie Williams I don't know if you're Dickie um, yeah, yeah. owner of pretty much half of El Paso's <laughs> yeah. nightlife but I mean he, I feel like he's figured out marketing and I I saw that you know two years ago when he started marketing that way I was like like he's doing something different mm-hmm. and now you see a lot of bars there's a reason why he's a bar, bar yeah. yeah you see now bars uh, marketing that same way but yeah that's kind of you know goes hand in hand with that so mm-hmm. that's cool man so what do you what do you and Freddie you know What's next for FitFuel? What is next in, in store for you guys? I mean, it's been on our minds since we started the whole franchising thing. You want a um, franchise? Yeah, and I, we, we could have already like done it, but we want to get to the point where we know we have everything under control and we have, like, we don't want to go into it and, like, not succeeding you know we want to put ourselves in the best position where when we do go in okay like right off the top we're gonna get like four franchises going right. on you know and so I, 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 I think it comes a lot into like you gotta be patient with it and we've been patient with it I, I still think there's like two more years till we do that like to where I think we got it like under control and stuff like that um, but that's our biggest um, Your goal end, yeah like we just want to like first Texas and then like the surrounding regions and then like start going out there so that's why like I like traveling like to bigger cities like San Francisco or like Chicago and and just start looking at places that are doing not really like meal prep but like the more more, like fast paced type of stuff that way like when we do make that that transition into going like to a bigger city like 
we're already ready kind of thing. Yeah. So we're, I'm just trying to put the company in the best position for us to like succeed out there. Yeah. So you guys definitely want to expand. Your yeah. Own and I think that's why like El Paso was, was a perfect place to start because it's just a perfect place to start any kind of business because yeah. it's not like a I think there's so much opportunity here yeah. yeah I think there's a lot of opportunity and I think a lot of people here that have lived here their entire lives don't see that opportunity so much yeah. you know because they've been around the same people they've been doing the same thing mm-hmm. they're stuck in a little routine and it's hard to see things outside of that routine yeah. but there definitely is a lot of opportunity here and I feel like especially for meal preps when I actually lived in uh, Florida for a couple of years, just moved back a year and a half ago. But when I was out there, that's when I saw you you guys start up. And I was out there for four years. So you guys had started when I was over there. And I saw, I saw yeah. and that's when I started noticing too, not only was meal prepping like a thing now in El Paso, but fitness, fitness was a big yeah. thing in El Paso. Mm-hmm. I think over the last two, three years, four years, just fitness has exploded. Oh, yeah. I think probably from all these stats of all these guys being the ugliest in El Paso. We're like, you want to just to do something there. about it. <laughs> just get a nice body or something. Yes. They <laughs> might be ugly, but they have the best bodies. <laughs> yeah, body don't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but yeah, so where do you, you kind of see the meal prep industry going in the next five to ten years? I think that's where it's leading to. Um everybody's into the whole or everybody's gonna start going to the fast pace you know in and out like fast food obviously is already like a big thing right but I think people are gonna start caring more about their health and everything so if they have fast food that is healthy that's where I think it's leading to where it's just like oh like if I could save time if I could save money and still be healthy like I'm gonna go that route so I think it's just gonna be um, meal prep is just gonna go to that that type of way you know yeah. like it's gonna be the way people are gonna start eating more of like that not not so much of a, yeah obviously like sit down restaurants are gonna they're gonna keep doing what they're they're doing you're, you're gonna compensate yourself whatever like a cheat day or whatever but I think more people are gonna get into the into yeah the whole I see it too man I think I think overall people are just coming becoming a little bit more conscious of how valuable time is time yeah too you know because um like me like i don't want to do my laundry i don't want to cook i don't want to do paperwork for real estate i don't want to post on something you know i don't want to do a lot of stuff yes but but if you can find people or find businesses that that can save you that time like for me for a person like me time is the most valuable thing and i'll pay yeah to save myself time especially when you know that what you're paying is not even close to what you could be making. Of like, course. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And you're going to spend that money anyways. I mean, everybody has to eat regardless, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what would you say in your last, in the last four years of bit has been one of the biggest successes for you and Freddie going into business? Well, for sure, our first one was opening our first store. Um, that was a big one because it was like, we're so frightened of it you know yeah so when we opened that one up and we saw that it was successful that just gave us like we just got motivated the like, shit out of you like started opening stores you know like, yeah um so I think that was like the, the what changed it all like when we opened the book our first store and um 
But yeah, I mean, ever since we opened that one up, we've just been like, all right, let's open another one. Let's open yeah. another one. It's going to give you that confidence. Yeah, because, yeah, you start gaining confidence. It's scary, huh? Yeah. So how did you guys kind of get over that that fear? What was that like? What was going through your head when you guys officially, like, okay, I'm going to fucking start this, and we're going to open up a store? Yeah, be, but because, like, before, like, people that would order, it was already, like, the meals were already paid for, you know? Right. And so now opening a store, we had to, like... There was a lot we of had to get more yeah, yeah, so we're like, okay, we're going to be putting out this amount of meals. Like, we better sell them, you know? Yeah. And, and was there a lot of food that you had to, to throw away? Well, thankfully, at the beginning, just... like, we, we were selling all of them. Okay. But then it started being to where, like, oh, we're throwing away this many meals. Like, but that just helped, like, that just made us realize, like, we got to invest more money in marketing. We got to invest more in our employees that are in the front end, like, selling the meals. You know? Right. So it just, like, made us, like get better yeah so like yeah because before we were focusing a lot on the food or or stuff like that on the website mm-hmm. and so then it transitioned into oh like we gotta be posting like every day kind of thing and, and so it it just like it was like a complete like 180 that um it changed our it changed our way of seeing the whole marketing thing yeah when we opened up the first store because we're like I don't want meals to be left over you know we want to sell them so and I mean but now it's just getting like crazy and crazy because now like we're doing three stores and like well, we better sell all the meals in yeah. stores you know so it's just like a challenge every week you know but you, you learn to like feed off of that you know that's that's what keeps us going that's what like wakes us up and yeah definitely and start and keep being creative with it and so cool man who inspires you who's been one of your biggest inspirations Mm-hmm. I mean, I, nobody. I think, I think, <laughs> he shook his head I think, before he uh, said I think it's just keeping the dream alive that inspires me. Cause my grandpa, when we when we moved over here, or when he moved over here, like he's the one that got everybody started with the business, uh, the tire business. So by him creating the opportunity for all of us, I think it's my duty and it's my keep calling to keep go. maybe it's not in the tire business but like it's, it's still keeping it going you know yeah. like it, like I'm I'm the fruit of his labor kind of thing I, I'm, and I'm just if I'm if I don't take advantage of the opportunities that we have then I would consider myself a failure and I wouldn't be able to live with that so yeah. I, I think that's what motivates me I don't really like look at other people to motivate me I yeah. just I motivate on feelings and, and stuff like that so you're self-motivated. And that's how I actually kind of am, too. I'm, I'm very self-motivated. And for me, it's exactly what you said. Like, I don't want to be at a point or a certain age where I'm like, I should have done the fucking podcast. I should have yeah. been. I should have went for it. I should have went all in, you know? And I think regret's probably one of the biggest things that I would mm-hmm. hate to die with. Like, And everybody does. I mean, there's always going to be regrets. Yeah. Or things that you wish you could do different. But when it's all said and done, everything that we do and everything that... Everything, every, everything up until now in your life has been a factor from the decisions you've yeah, made, yeah. you know? Yeah. So everything has we been. all have so much control of our lives. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize how much control they have. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will go through their entire life until they're 50 years old and just say, fuck, I'm 50. Like, I should have been doing a lot of shit. I wish I could have done yeah. a lot of shit, you know? And But the thing is, like, even if you haven't taken that leap of faith, like, even if you're, like, 35 and you still haven't done 
what you want like there's still time you know you just so gotta like change time. your yeah. the way you think and change some Mentality, things in yeah. your life you know but but I mean obviously it's better to start when you're younger yeah best time to plant a tree is 25 years ago yeah. you know mm-hmm. and I think for the for the I wouldn't say older but I would say more experienced people you know the 40 40 40 year olds 50 year olds even 60 year olds I mean I think nowadays with fucking medicine and the way the fucking air is and however all that shit comes into you know into effect I think nowadays people are just living a lot longer so I mean if I'm gonna live to 80 to 90 years old and I'm 50 still got another 30 to 40 Mm -hmm. years to do what the fuck I love you know yeah so I think that's something that a lot of people do need to change their mentality on is 50 is not old like you're not old you still have a lot of time to do what the fuck you want you know so I think that's super important for people to kind of understand that and have that awareness true you know when it comes down to it Mm -hmm. um kind of talking about entrepreneurship and starting a business for the people that are watching and listening on iTunes and on YouTube what advice would you have to somebody out there maybe it's just one person that's listening that He's kind of in in your position four years ago, you know, where they're like, I want to start a business. I'm scared. I don't know if I should do it. I don't know how to do it. What kind of advice would you have for somebody going into business? Maybe not just necessarily meal prep, Mm -hmm. but in general, you know, starting your own business. What advice would you have for them going through it yourself? Well, I, I could give you like more of a like real life situation. My friend, he he always wanted to start a business and uh, he was just scared of it, you know, like, I have a family going on and all this. And uh, and he was like, I have a job interview like on Monday or whatever. I was like, and that's when we were building the West Side store. I was like, bro, like, this is what you like to do. He likes to build like chairs and stuff out of wood, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, you're, you're already like telling yourself that you're not gonna like the job, like, and this is what you're passionate about, like creating stuff. I was like, I'll, how about this? You you build me the furniture for the Westside store, and but in return you have to tell me that you're gonna go after your your dream of like doing this business of creating. And so he went for it, and now like he's happy, you know, like like he's getting a lot of clients and he's doing all this, and and so like my thing is like just if if you're thinking about something a lot, like you might as well just do it, you know. Yeah. Um, because you're gonna put all your time and effort in something that you like because because like I said we we haven't had a Saturday off in forever but the thing is like if I didn't if I was just in it for the money or, or in it for something like that we wouldn't keep going at it but yeah. since it's something that I'm passionate about and you would have hired you guys could have hired two people a long time yeah, ago to like, do that yeah, you know? just do whatever and so like for me like like this is my calling, this is what I want to do, this is what I love, and I, I know there's a lot of people out there that may not know what to open, like, when it comes to a business, but they don't even have to be looking that far, it's, it's probably something they already something do. Something they love doing, Like, yeah. if you see something that needs improvement, like, you could make a business out of that. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, if you're tired of uh, doing your shoelaces, you invent a shoe that you don't need shoelaces for, or something like that, but... It, like if you see a problem just fix it and, and you could go with that as an idea to build a business so 
if you hate your job and you've always had this idea in your head of, of making a business out of something, you just go for it. Like, just drop everything and go for it. It's going to be hard at first. And it's never going to get easier. Yeah. But at least, like, you'll, you'll start hitting, like, like, breathers. Like, you'll be like, all right, cool. Like, I'm way more than I used to be before. Yeah. And, and it feels great, right? It feels yeah, amazing. Yeah, it feels good. Like, that's, that's an accomplishment. Like, you can't beat that feeling yeah. when, like, you've reached where like somewhere you wanted to get and you're like oh I'm actually like but you don't even notice it like you're just like oh like I'm already doing like what I like what I thought about because and, and that's because you're you took that decision or you made mm-hmm. that decision to instead like for your friend's example I could go get this fucking comfortable 9 to 5 job and make a check because I have a family mm-hmm. or I could do what I love and put go all in you know and try and make this work and live a happy life instead of a fucking nine to five job that I'm miserable at and I don't want to be at. And while I'm here, I'm just thinking about this. Yeah, exactly. You know, so if you're already thinking about it, and and like the thing is, like, people think they're gonna lose it all and they're gonna like, no. As long as you're like, as long as you're working towards a goal, like, there's gonna be things in the universe that like bring it to you. Like, there's some sort of luck involved in it, you know. But it's because you're ask, you're kind of like asking for it. So if you're struggling, just know that like just let it like let it do what it's gonna do and then you'll you'll keep yeah. going like and something's stay, gonna stay focused yeah you like if you're putting down. in the work something's gonna give in you know like yeah. something's gonna get back to you eventually eventually and, yeah and that's the thing i think the keyword right there is eventually is patience you know yeah like, you gotta be super patient patience how long did it take you guys to even make profit yeah you like, know it took us a while yeah and so it, and the thing is like at first it was profit from just ordering online and then and then we got ourselves in debt with uh, opening a store. So then we had to recuperate from the store and stuff like that. So Especially there, when growth there, is happening, you're trying to always Yeah, so like for us, it's never been like really profit. It's just been boom, putting right. it back in and opening another store, opening another store. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, I think that's important too for people that are starting business. You know, some people can strike that little percentage of luck and hard work and, and have success in their first year and fucking think it's fucking like I'm a, the biggest baller and instead of putting it all in mm-hmm. their business you know they'll start spending it on yeah. dumb shit mm-hmm. and that's where I see a lot of people fail too it's like yeah. you know they're they're getting too excited and they're forgetting that to really build a sustainable business takes a while yeah. you can have a great year you know but to build something where People are just going to keep coming. And, and I know something, you know, for, for you building that network or building that that kind of clientele that it's just going to keep ordering from you has been something that you're constantly having to work on. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. not something that you could just kind of let go yeah, and yeah. then just be super comfortable that they're going to keep ordering from yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. It's all about building that relationship. It's all about, um, you know, adding that variety to your menu and, yeah. and always adapting and things like that. So mm-hmm. business is hard, you know, it's for anybody hard. watching... Starting your own business is super hard, but having the patience and, and the hard work and believing in yourself, you know, is I think one yeah, of the Yeah, I think, I think like the three biggest things for success is like patience, um, you need a patience, you need risk, and you need sacrifice. Like yeah. with those three, you'll, you'll be good as long as you keep doing what you what you feel is good for the business or yeah. what you like. Where you, where you feel good is for yeah, you, you know? Like, exactly. And yeah. you also got to take care of yourself like in order for you to take care of your business and everybody else like you gotta make sure you're taking care of yourself that's what right yeah. yeah so I mean for you guys watching and for you guys you know listening in if you guys 
are in that situation, you know, and a lot of people are. I was in it too, you know. I I remember just working a lot of jobs to just work and have a check, not really going after what I wanted to do and wanted to, you know, wanted to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I took that decision, made the decision to start focusing on what I wanted to do is when I really became happy. Like, I'm I'm a realtor and I've made time to, to do a freaking podcast and a yeah. vlog every week because that to me is like that's what i love and it's I, easy one. yeah yeah and i actually had this conversation yesterday with a, a client of mine um and a, and a good friend i i realized like about a year and a half ago i'm not motivated by money i'm i mean granted yeah you have to make yeah. money to take care of yourself to take care of the people and i make money money is there mm-hmm. you know but it doesn't lead for me it, it follows what what really motivates the shit out of me is like as simple as putting up a story on Instagram. Yeah. Like that motivates the shit out. Like I'm like, let's get a video in. Boom! I got the video and I'm just like fucking watching it, replaying it all day. I'm like, all right, I'm sounding better. I'm sounding good. My yeah. fucking, you know. Yeah. But that motivates the shit out of me oh, because yeah. because I know that right now I'm, I'm in the patience stage. We're on episode 11 of podcast. We're on the patient stage right now. You know? We're not going to get big until episode 100, 200, 300. And you know? even when you hit those, you're still going to be patient for because you're going to create new goals, you know? The goal, the end goal in mind is to get a sponsorship from Topo Chico <laughs> to have whiskey companies and bourbon companies sending me bottles to feature every single week. And for one of you whiskey companies to co-brand with your boy and let's come up with a, a flavor or a barrel bottle Carrera go. special you already put it out there bro <laughs> yeah that's, that's what we're Make going it come after to you. no that's my macro you know yeah. that's where I do see end game but I know how many fucking episodes we're gonna have to do to get there but see like you wouldn't be able to go through all those episodes if this is not what you wanted right you know? would, this would be something hard yeah you know this would be something that I'm, I get here and I'm like fucking shit another yeah, fucking yeah. podcast you know instead it's like I tell my marketing team like Wednesdays are my favorite fucking day bro like I love risky Wednesdays it's like so maybe this is what I'm supposed to, supposed to be doing instead of real estate you know <laughs> who fucking knows nobody knows know. but I yeah. think following what I love is gonna eventually put me where I need to be yeah you know so cause even like when how you said that you had like other jobs and stuff and maybe when you started real estate, maybe you didn't have as much money as when you were working with it. But, like, when I started, like, obviously, we weren't getting paid or anything. And I felt better within myself than when I was actually working and getting money, you know? Hell like, yeah. You feel way better even though you're broke. Like, like you know that at least you're, you, you're going for it and you're in the yeah. process of it, like... And so that that's where that's why I tell a lot of people like it's not even about the money. Like, it's not. It's like yeah, you need love. it, that but shit. like it's yeah. not even about that. That comes. That, it does that come. really it, does. It when does you do follow. what you love, it yeah. follows. You know, it doesn't leave. So yeah, so that was a good a good point. Yeah. yeah, and I think too a lot of times when people what people need to realize is sometimes you do have to take a couple steps back to take some steps forward. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when I stopped. I I did a sales job. My first sales job was at Verizon. And um, I started here in El Paso, moved out to Miami, did that for three years. And after three years, stopped working for Verizon. And what I did is I took a year off. Being Fucking what? crazy, right? I didn't do, sh- I didn't do shit. Like nothing? <laughs> Bro, I, no, no, I did. I did. I was doing something. I was doing a uh, network marketing 
It was actually a, a meal prep, but uh, like on, on food that you could order online, and it was a lot of perishable foods, oh, like okay. like snacks and, and mm. drinks and healthy cool. supplements and stuff like that. And um, the cool thing was I was successful enough in this company so that they could pay for my car and give me months and months and months supplies of free food. Oh. <laughs> like, I was, I never had to go to groceries, only yeah. to buy, like, almond milk and shit, you know? That's cool. So, for an entire year, I had enough money for my bills, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to jump into something that I knew I wasn't going to love. Because I was good at, I'm good at sales, you know? I could have worked at a car dealership and sold Porsches and Lamborghinis. And I thought about it a million times. I was like, should I fucking do it? But then I was sitting in my apartment. I'm like, I'm going to be in the same position. I left Verizon because I hated my job. I would go to work and I would pay my employees 20 bucks or buy them some pizza so I could just leave. I'm like, hey guys, you guys hungry? Your boy got to go. <laughs> you know? Because I hated it. Yeah, because I hated it. But now, you know, taking that year off, separating myself from the corporate from the sales from all that stuff i was able to really 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 get to know myself and what i wanted to do what i wanted to do was still sales but i realized okay i don't want to focus on sales and oh how many how much am i going to make this month i want to focus on sales selling bigger stuff but i want to really impact people i want to help people realtors that are starting to get their license people that don't know anything about real estate people that just don't know anything about paso People that have no idea how the process works. I just want to give and help, you know, because I know that everything else is going to follow, you know, yep. and that's just that it I feel is the, the magic equation when it comes down to building business is putting money second and everything else first. Yeah. You know, yeah. but cool, man. It's, it's cool to see, you know, somebody from El Paso starting up a business, making it successful and loving what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. enough to for four years not have a fucking Saturday <laughs> off that's fucking badass but that's, yeah. that's really like props to you because a lot of people that start businesses don't understand that part yeah right away they're like I'm I'm the boss I'm supposed to be chilling at home yeah like people Everybody's don't supposed mean, to be doing take the day off you're the boss I'm like that's exactly why I can't yeah, take the day right? off like, <laughs> like you guys got it twisted I don't know who lied to you yeah, but, yeah. My, yeah. my uh my two of my friends just invited me yesterday uh, to Miami and to Puerto Rico they're like hey uh, next week we're gonna go to Puerto Rico and then we're gonna go to Miami Are you down we're gonna come back the first I'm like motherfuckers you guys are going for 10 days I was like, yeah, I was like bro I cannot go and they're like bro you're the boss you make your own rules I was like I cannot go I have too much fucking work that's exactly why you know and you got two podcasts in the, and I got two podcasts two how are we gonna freaking get some sponsorships from Topo yeah. and some whiskey companies you know mm-hmm. so definitely putting in the work I think is super important that's one of the equations that I feel differ you know from the people that start businesses and fail to the people that you know start businesses and make them into you know, yeah. something really big so putting in that work man is, is definitely something that you've been doing so props to you props to Freddie, Freddie couldn't be here. He's working right now, right? Yeah. He's not at the Chihuahuas game? No. <laughs> That's where I'm going to be. <laughs> cool, man. So, being that you're, you're super into food, what what is one of your favorite restaurants? You know, if you had to not meal prep for the day and cheat, how to have a little cheat. Here in El Paso? Yeah. yeah. In El Paso. Whoa. Before the keto. Yeah, yeah, before the keto, because I've been on keto. Come on, Felix. What's that, what's that one spot? <laughs> Um, 
the lot, huh? Yeah. Mama's cooking. I like, I like. Mama's. Uh, <laughs> hell no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ma- just kidding Mama. Oh, shit. <laughs> you get a chunk nah. to the head right yeah. now, coming through the window. Bah! <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got a lot into uh, noodles, so I would say like pho or ramen. Pho? Oh? So, yeah. That, are you talking about the ramen? That one's good, like K-Dama. Okay, I've never heard. I've never tried it. I've heard of it. That one's good. It's really yeah. good. That for me, that's the best one in El Paso. Noodles. Yeah, and uh, the pho was any Vietnam Vietnamese restaurant here. I like the one over there, uh, on Mawood, in front of uh, where Barfly used to be at. That's what I did. No, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't. You know like what? But no, it's because it's my fault. I'm. I don't. I don't eat none of the meat or anything. Uh, and I got like the. I don't know what I got, but I was just like, oh, this is just like boring. Uh, but you know which pho I do like? I really like the pho bien. Oh, Trebien. The one across the cielo, right? Yeah, that one's good. I like. It. I love that place. It's just. Like, I, the think the broth, is cool I think too. the broth is a little bit better over there. Really? Yeah. Maybe I maybe I just ordered the wrong one. Maybe like the meat quality is better over here, but the broth is what I makes it know. for me. I wouldn't yeah. know. <laughs> That's yeah. cool, man. So um, where do you uh, so aside from you know pho, where do you kind of see your next couple steps? What well, I know you said obviously franchise, but um, well know, right now like short term like yeah short term. Uh, right now is getting out of my mom's restaurant. Yeah. Um, so right now we're in the process of getting our own kitchen with a front end as well. So they're building that. It's gonna take like, like four months. So from there, that's where I'm. That's where it goes into the okay. Once we have the system going on of how a kitchen with a front end works, then that's when we're gonna start getting ready for the franchise. You know. Nice. Um, once, because that's what we want to franchise. We don't want to franchise these, uh, the ones that are just retail. Right, right. And so you got to franchise the whole kitchen. Yeah, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, and that's another thing. That's why um, we started renaming our stores into uh, Fit Fuel Express, because when we want to go franchise, we want to franchise like the ones with the kitchens are gonna just be Fit Fuel. So they would have to franchise for sure one of the ones with the kitchens, and then they could open up Fit Fuel Expresses to where that nice. kitchen feeds off of other ones. So you have like the distribution and the yeah, and then the, the outlets are really nice. So. I mean that that's a little that's a little bit like forward but um so yeah but right now we're working on that kitchen that's that's been our main goal since we started because we're like man we hate working Saturdays or long hours it, yeah. I think it's just the long hours and it takes a toll so yeah we just have a couple comments okay cool the questions actually were answered too oh right. yeah awesome cool cool so where uh where can the viewers find you on social media First. They're all FitFuel, uh, P-H-I-T-P-H-U-E-L. That's on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. Snap, Twitter. We have a Snap, but yeah. uh, I'm bad just, at that one. I just started a Twitter yesterday, last night. Really? Yo, we got Twitter up. <laughs> Can we get my Twitter? I to always wanted to get one of those. Dude, I, that's, what I, that's exactly what I told him. I was <laughs> talking to my best friend yesterday. And I was, she was like, get a freaking Twitter. And I was like, I've been thinking about that for 10 years. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm just going to fucking do it right now. <laughs> and I literally just did it. I really have been thinking Maybe about it for 10 gonna years. You're going to push me to do that now. Dude, yeah. just do it. Just yeah. Do it right now. 
Okay, that's not Because <laughs> you could post like a lot of I think it's just like stuff, you right? just talk shit like, or like, you know, it's more. I'm, I'm like home. big on Snapchat, but my personal one, not like the 50 ones. So. Oh, really? Yeah, that's where like I engage more with. I'm on Instagram, bro. I love Instagram. Yeah. I think Instagram has kind of incorporated every a little bit of everything from each. each yeah, network. that's true. Like all the good stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that I really like. And I love story. Like story on Instagram is my fucking... It's my shit. And I barely started getting into the story on Really? Instagram. Yeah. I think there's so many capabilities now with story that you can add. You can just really, like... You can really create some cool content yeah. from just recording yourself and then adding shit to that True. one little story. I think that's where Snapchat like lacks where you can't like tag someone or, or stuff like yeah, that. Like, like how you can on Instagram like, right. like shout out somebody on a story. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Snapchat person. Snapper. Yeah. Cool. So make sure you guys follow uh, FitFuel um, on Instagram and on Snapchat and where can they place orders? You have a website? Yeah, it's uh, www fitfuel.com cool cool you have personal plans for people you can set up personal plans for yeah, people yeah we just based on their them. goals or? we added them uh, like two months ago we added uh, meal plans um, so you could get anywhere from five meals a week all the way to 20 meals a week you could get them in different sizes you could you could choose whether you want it lean or you want it mixed with you could get it with salmon bison steak whatever you want and also what is beneficial about those is they're discounted as well so you get a discount by ordering like in bulk oh nice so it it works out and you don't have to order those on online you can but you could go to the store and pick up pick yeah. up locations or where for, for the viewers uh so there's one in the east side that one's on George Theater and Treywood there's one northeast on it's on Dyer it's in Dyer and uh, Trans Mountain kind of and then there's one over here on the west side, which is the newest one. It's on Festival and Mesa. That's oh. in that shopping center, right? Yeah, next to the Katsura. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. so those three you could order online. You pick what location you want it sent to. It'll be sent to any of those three. Or you could also just walk into any of those three and get whatever meals. You can lunch. get smoothies. You could get juices. Like you, have, you have smoothies and juices? Yeah, and then we have protein. So maybe I could eat stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can drink smoothies. There you go. There you go. Cool, cool, man. So, for those of you that are watching on iTunes and on YouTube, make sure you guys tune in next Wednesday to see Alex Levario's entire story, him and Freddie, on how they started their business, uh, some of the trials, tribulations that they went through in creating that business, and you know some tips that Alex has shared with us. If you are thinking about creating your business or wanting to be an entrepreneur, you know definitely some good advice and. I really feel, you know, a lot of people that don't know about you or don't know how you guys started are really going to appreciate the story, man. Um, Really excited to see your success and hopefully you guys keep having the success and eventually, you know, hit your goals and and start franchising. So thanks, bro. That'll be awesome, man. But appreciate you being on the show, Hopefully get that sponsorship on the whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll definitely send you a bottle. Yeah, So uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, Make sure you guys tune in every single Wednesday. A new episode of Whiskey Wednesday is going to be dropping until we hit a thousand and get that double chico and that whiskey sponsorship. So we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in.